Hello, my name is Sarah Chamberlain. I'm the founder and the CEO of Women to Women, where we make sure that women's voices are heard in the halls of Congress. Today, I'm sitting down with Congresswoman Lori Chavez Dreamer from the great state of Oregon. We are thrilled to have Lori here with us today, talking about her experience in Congress and uh, what it was like being a mayor. So Lori, thank you so much for joining us. Women to Women really appreciates it. Oh, thanks for having me, Sarah. I think it's an important time for women, and I'm I'm grateful that you invited me to, you know, have this little discussion um, that's turning into a bigger one with more Republican women in in Congress. Well, interesting you say that. So I'm very proud to say you are the first female uh, Republican uh, woman elected from the great state of Oregon. Can you kind of tell me the importance of uh, of that milestone and the importance of women in politics? and how we can increase that role. You know, yeah, you know, I think conversations, talking, letting other women know how important and how vital we are to decision-making, because it's really not a surprise, I would imagine, to most women, um, if whether or not we're just starting out our lives um, outside of um, college, or if we're married, or if we're moms, business owners, we make a lot of decisions every single day. And they're important ones, as well as making them at the same time. We make them uh, tend to make them quickly, uh, but but with a foundational reasoning. When I was mayor, I was also the first female mayor elected to the city of Happy Valley. There had only been men prior to that. Um, and what the difference that I brought to the table was just a different way of thinking, a different way of moving about the room, um, making sure that everybody was inclusive. Right. As moms and business owners, we often ask opinions to other people in the room. You know, what are you thinking? How are we all comfortable? How are we moving through the process? My goal often um, as mayor was to make sure that I could identify what the issue was, who was at the table to solve it. Could I ask for everybody's input? And was there going to be an outcome at the end of however long the meetings were going to be, whether it be a one day meeting or whether it be, you know, maybe a multi um, meeting process, but could we get to a yes? And as long as I felt like, you know, I was part of that conversation, uh, we were going to get to a yes. There you go. All women can relate to you by saying that we're always trying to get to yes, whether it's dealing with our kids, our spouses, uh, our parents. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So you're no, here don't, in Washington. No so happy Valley. Yeah still has you represented it, but now you're in DC and you have just had a crazy, crazy week um, with the speakership election. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like? And it was certainly historic, which I hope to never repeat again, whether Republicans or Democrats, it was painful, but can you tell me a little bit about what it was like? Sure. Well, let me just work uh, quickly backward rather than, than forward to this moment. I want to let you know, and um, I went to uh, the National Archives uh, while my husband was here this last week for, you know, just a, a private tour. I had never been, and I was up, able to visit and see some of the documents originating statehood of Oregon. But one of the things that the clerk had shown me on the floor was those 15 books that we took for the speaker. And she said, you know, some days those will be in the archives. Well, then when I went to the archives, the archivist said, you know, that is what will be held in the vault in history, that these 15 books 
Um, even though it was 96 hours on the floor of intensity and excitement and conversation and hard conversation, they would be in our country's history and that, you know, my name will be in those books. And yeah. I thought for a moment, about, wow, you know, you don't, don't take a step back sometimes and think, you know, I was one vote um, out of 435, but it was an important one. It was a necessary one. We got through it. You know, we'd all worked so hard to get here, whether we're Democrats or Republicans. But, you know, the fact that we spend all this time on the trail fighting for our constituents and then it comes and takes another 96 hours. I, I reminded people that it was part of the process. It was good. And it takes me just back to, you know, being, um, you know, a first time on the Parks Committee in Happy Valley and two years of that. And somebody saying, you know, you just are not prepared enough to be a city councilor. And I thought, OK, well, I'll get prepared. Uh -huh. And then I ran for city council and, well, are you not quite ready for mayor? Well, you know what? I'll get prepared and I'll serve six years and then I'll be the mayor. And then I became the mayor for eight years. And to think that go from 4,000 people representing in Happy Valley, which is now 30,000, but still a small community to be a member of the U.S. House of Representatives as the first woman from Oregon Republican Party, as the first Latina in Oregon. Those are milestones that I hope someday, you know, a hundred years from now, people will look back on it and really see that history was made the other night. So while that's a little convoluted story, I think it resonates with it sometimes takes time and it sometimes takes time to make history and that's okay. And you know, you're right. Our grandchildren will be studying what happened that those yeah. nights, not just one night, but every night that's interesting. I never thought of it like that, but you're absolutely right. So can you discuss how the 118th Congress plans to address inflation? Well, I think the overarching theme that, uh, you know, Speaker McCarthy and the leadership and even all of us members of Congress who've been here and then the newest members, if we tie it right back to our communities, it's going to be uh, stop the spending, right? I mean, that is the overarching theme of how do we um, have checks and balances? How are we accountable to the people? And people ask us every day, how can we make my life more affordable? Well, if I was to take that back to my house and ask that in my, my life of being a mom of twin daughters and a spouse and running a business and, you know, thinking of the, the money that was not my money, it was the city, the people from Happy Valley's money, it was to be accountable to them and you had to stop the spending if you didn't have it. So I think that that's going to be the overarching theme. The other part of that is going to be specifics, right? We're going to need to be energy independent so we can be reliable on ourselves. Yes, We're going to have absolutely. to- um, you know, it's, it's those kind of questions I ask myself that are not, they're not rocket science. They're simple, basic accounting 101 and budgeting. And we've lost our way a little bit about this. Um, you know, we have all this money to spend, but when we really ask, is it our money? It's not, it's, it's the people's money. You're absolutely right. hundred percent. And the energy independence, oh my God, that is more important than ever in this country. And, and we're mm -hmm. just wasting right. time. Yeah. So I've got a couple more questions. You kind of talked about uh, your twin daughters. So what it's, what's it been like for you balancing motherhood and a career in public service? Well, when I started as mayor, my girls were, uh, well, got city council, my girls were 12. So they kind of grew up in public service. They knew what it meant to give back to your community. And in I wanted that to resonate. But in 2010, when I became mayor, I started the Happy Valley Youth Council. And my quest for that or my, my vision for that and my charge to them was if I could get high school kids to invest some time 
in their own communities during their high school years, um, I thought that would be important. And so my, my charge was, students, if you could envision yourself going away to college or doing whatever you need to do in your education, come back to the city of Happy Valley and raise a family and work here, what do you want it to look like? What would you want that to be? And they would ask, answer these questions in a you know, variety of ways. And I would say, well, if that's what you want 15 years from now, then you have to start now. So invest in your community now, lay the groundwork, lay the foundation for that. And I wanted my girls to see that that's what I was doing for the future of, of the city. I mean, if we were going to grow, I needed to be that visionary. So they've seen that every day, uh, the public service and what that means to give back. I mean, the city of Happy Valley mayor was a non-paid mayor. And by the time I was done, I was a 40-hour-a-week volunteer mayor for eight years. Wow. And wow. it took time. But it was an important one. You know, I saw people in the parks. I saw people in the grocery stores. I saw people at the schools. They wanted to just grab me for a minute and say, hey, I've got an issue. I've got a concern. I always answered my own phones. They would pick up and call. I want that same kind of um, um, accessibility in this office as well. So, yes, my girls are adults now. They're 28 years old. One is married. She's a public defender, lives in Michigan. The other is uh, she was a school teacher for several years. Now she works in the family business. She's our senior recruiter for our health and our anesthesia um, management company. But, you know, they're finding their way in the world. And, and here's a fun fact for, for the women out there. Again, I have identical twin girls that are one minute apart. And one's a Democrat and one's a Republican. So that being said, <laughs> I honor that, right? I have to honor their, their life and what their experiences are. And they grew up in the same home exactly the same. So, um, you know, if I can do that job and be balanced and love them through whatever, and they can love me no matter what I represent, we're doing good work as women. And uh, that's the message of women. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to show your girls that public service is a good thing. However it is that you get elected, join your city councils, join your school boards, join, you know, anything that matters to you and your family in your hometown and you'll be successful. You know, Lori, that's a great message, and it's absolutely true. And you know what? My message to them is we always need more women involved. I mean, we're problem solvers. We want to get to yes, as we talked about earlier. I mean, that's a big thing that women, that's our number one um, thing that we give back is trying to find solutions because we are mothers and you've got to balance between your two kids. And I mean, it's just a whole lot of things that women deal with that um, makes us important elected officials. So I have one final right. question. I have one yep. final question for you. When all this is said and done, you've had a wonderful career in Washington. You had a wonderful career as the mayor of Happy Valley. You know, you're a mom, your wife, you know, and all of that. When you sit back, when you're old and gray, what is the one thing you want to be remembered and known for? My legacy will be, you know, every time that she was in the room, she got us to yes. She got things done. Uh, there's no wasting time, right? We only go around this world one time. And uh, if we can leave uh, the legacy of a better place, but through getting things done, uh, people count on you. That's what I want to be known for. I never gave up. I worked hard. And uh, w there's always a common place. And uh, this country deserves it. Our families deserve it. And uh, nobody will walk out of the room and say, wow, she, she got things done. 
Okay. Well, I have to tell you, just personally, I can say the people of Oregon are very lucky to have you. The country's lucky to have you. And it's a pleasure knowing you. It really is. And I look forward to working with you for years to come. Well, sounds good, Sarah. I appreciate all that you've done. Uh, let's keep doing these conversations. Let's make sure we get more, more women on board because we bring a lot to the table. We're smart. We're talented. We deliver. Um, and, and it's a good time in America to be a woman. And hey, we get things done. <laughs>